Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and your host of the Uncluttered Office podcast. The first thing you're probably asking yourself is, where the hell have you been? I took a three-month pause from this podcast. I did that because I was working with a coach this summer, Jeannie Spiro, and I had a ton of work to be doing on uh, other aspects of my business, especially revenue-generating activities. For most folks, you'll realize that doing a podcast is really sort of a gift of love. It's an opportunity to share uh, your ideas, your gifts, the people you know who also have brilliant ideas and gifts to share, but it's not really a real revenue generator. Some people have sponsors who cover uh, the cost of the podcast. I don't have that yet. It's something I'm considering, but it's just a lot of work. And I'll be quite honest, I was completely burned out. I needed to take a giant pause. So the original plan was to take the month of August off, which morphed into August, September, and October. And now here it is, November. And I rethought everything. Well, that's a good thing that I did, right? Because I love doing the podcast. I absolutely adore interviewing people online. I love offering this out to people as a way for you to learn more so you can be better at the business you have and have increased productivity. And I just didn't want to give it up. So I had to take some time to step back and figure out how I can make it better so it would be a little bit easier, a lot less stressful, and still just as much fun. And so I'm going to take you through exactly how I did that and sort of the why behind it. And so if you're someone who's interested in becoming a podcaster, you're going to get a lot of really great strategies today. So listen in, stay tuned, get a pen, and write things down. So the very first thing I realized, and I knew this while we were in it, was that I didn't have systems and processes in place to make this whole thing easier. I have ADHD. I'm definitely a bright, shiny object squirrelpreneur. And I was so excited about the podcast that I just jumped in feet first. It's a very sort of ADHD thing to do. And I figured I would learn as I go. That's also my learning style. I'm a visual kinesthetic. So I learn best by doing and by seeing things visually. A podcast is sort of counterintuitive to that. Believe it or not, I absolutely love listening to podcasts. But when I'm listening, I the way I uh, remember things and understand things is like to hear stories or hold images in my mind. Um, color is a great way for me to remember things. So 
that was me, no plan, just jumped in, started the podcast. And initially the plan with this podcast was it was just going to be me speaking and I was going to teach about productivity. And then I did my first interview with someone, I think it was Yasmin. And uh, I had so much fun. Yasmin's a great guest to have on uh, that I decided I would continue with bringing on guests. So how did I fix this? Well, the very first thing I did was set up some automation. So my VA and I, virtual admin, and I looked at the whole back end of the processes. How were we bringing people in? What was happening when people were asking to be on the podcast? Did I have any kind of a form where they could just fill it out and I know they could schedule automatically on a calendar? None of that was in place. So every single time I had to uh, write someone and say, yes, you can be on the podcast. No, you don't fit, whatever. If I'd had that form in place, it would have been very simple. I would not have had to create a new email each time. That's the second piece. I created email templates, which I'd actually done during this. And one was an FAQ, what to expect when you're on the podcast. Interestingly, what often happens is people then ask you the very questions you answered in the FAQ and you're doing all this back and forth with emails. I'm hoping by having this form up front, people will have this and be able to know exactly where it is and they won't have to ask me those same questions over and over again. As I've been recording this last series of episodes, I'm finding out that that seems to be the case. So I'm very excited about that. When you're a productivity consultant, it's a little bit like the shoemaker's children. You know, you build this for all your clients and then you realize that you didn't build it for yourself. So now I've built it for myself and that's really amazing. And I'm excited and a big shout out to my virtual admin who helped me tremendously in getting all of this set up on the back end. So if you're going to do a podcast, think in terms of the fact that it's not merely the time you're actually doing the podcast. So let's say, okay, I'm going to do a half hour podcast each week. It's not just that speaking time. You're going to, uh, if you're going to have guests, you need to research the guests a bit. You need to ask them for information like their bio and headshot. I do have a team who does the actual physical um, uploading of the podcast. Great team with Phyllis Nichols. They're called Sound Advice Strategies. And they do the light editing. They put it up on Libsyn. That, that was all in place. And that was amazing. And I'm so grateful I did that. Do you also have other things like you're going to want to share your podcast on social media? Someone needs to be in charge of that. Probably you. You research each of the guests and then you write some kind of script. The script, if it's just you, is really much more intense. When I first started doing this, I was I had very thorough, intense scripts. Now I just sort of have bullet points and it's a lot easier, but I've been podcasting for over a year. So even though <laughs> I took three months off, I've been podcasting over a year. So this is now what we're calling our season two, which is we were going to end season one uh, at the end of the year, but just a lot of things weren't in place. And again, I was so burned out that it was just kind of me trying to scramble to get guests on, record, et cetera. The true grit, I am, you know. I'm not going to uh, sugarcoat what reality is with podcasting. Sometimes it really is that. So that takes me to the next section, which is I uh, sort of changed the show format. So now it is that I, I have guests pretty much every week. I think once in a blue moon, you'll have me just alone. But the fact is, is the real joy I have in podcasting comes from interviewing other people. 
introducing you to my friends and colleagues, hopefully going to be bringing on some new guests that are uh, people I've always respected and admired who are not necessarily people in my inner circle. And I'm super excited about that. I'm about to attend the uh, CHAD conference. I don't think it's called the CHAD conference. It's the ADHD conference. And I belong to both CHAD and ADDA. And they co-sponsor it, I think, in conjunction with ADCO, A-D-D-C-O. Don't mind me if I've got all these wrong. I'll make sure to list them all below. And when I'm there, a lot of these people who I've wanted to bring on the show are going to be at this conference. So it's my sincere hope that they will uh, say yes, and I'll be able to bring them on. So fingers crossed. I haven't got them yet, so I'm not going to say who they are. So this has become a little less formal. One of the things I found was, in addition to research, I'm writing script was taking me a tremendous amount of time. So for the batch of recording I'm doing now, I have only written, here's sort of three highlights of what I think we'll end up talking about. And it's become more conversational. It's a lot of fun. I think if you're just starting out, the scripts are crucial. You really need to have the questions you're going to ask people because if the conversation doesn't flow naturally, you're not really great at this yet, you're going to want to have another question to fall back on. I've also uh, added that at the end of each show, I'm asking people for their favorite productivity strategy. I kind of said I was going to do that at the beginning in my head, and then I never did it. I've made a point of actually in the very short notes I have for each person I asked that question, what's your favorite productivity strategy, tool, or app? So uh, each week you'll be getting someone else's uh, strategy. So that's pretty neat too. The next thing is batch recording. I've kind of alluded to this, but I haven't really talked about it. So a lot of people I know who do podcasts batch record. I was not enthusiastic about that idea. I get exhausted if I try to do more than one podcast in any given day, because I'm also working with clients, I'm listening to them, I'm helping them with consulting, et cetera. So I know folks who will take a day and they will batch record, say, four um, podcasts for the month. They have a theme, they've got it all set and together. That doesn't work for me. That might work really well for you, but I tend to lose my voice and I just don't really have a set day where that works super well for me. It is something I'm thinking about doing, but when you're, re- when you're um, hosting and having guests, it's very hard to get everybody to be on the same day. So that's um, not necessarily a great thing. So what do I mean when I say batch recording? So here's what's happening and why there was this huge shift and why it all kind of hit the fan for me this summer. And I ended up just stepping away from the podcast for a month. I joined Coach Approach Training. And I am studying to be a, first, I thought it was going to be a productivity coach, but it sounds like I'm going to be a neurodiversity coach, which I'm super excited about. And those coaching programs run between four and eight weeks. And over the course of, let's say, last May until next May, I am in this coaching program and it is very, very intense. It's a ton of work. Uh, It is an amazing program. We end up learning how to coach along the way. So I'm actually in what they call skills building groups where each week we're practice coaching. Unbeknownst to me, when I started the program, I quickly discovered, and this has a lot to do with how my brain works. And, you know, I do have that combination of ADHD and chemo brain. I was not able to read something once and remember it. Somehow I have forgotten that I am 54 and then I no longer can actually 
read something once and absorb it and get it. Not to mention the concepts are pretty intense. I mean, we're talking about things like brain-based challenges and knowing your strengths and your modalities. You're going to get a lot of this over the next few months and it's going to be amazing. So I'll be talking more about the program. I love this program. I absolutely feel this is the work I was meant to do in the world to help hold people in what we call NCRW, naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. Help them to see the greatness in them, particularly people who are neurodiverse. So really fast, I'm going to do what neurodiversity is. Neurodiversity spans more than the autism spectrum. So when you hear about neurodiversity, you frequently hear about autism. I want you to know that it includes more than that. So it really includes any ways we are different neurologically, i.e. brain-based challenges. So that can include ADHD, traumatic brain injury. I say chemo brain. (laughs) The jury's still out on that. But having experienced it firsthand, I can tell you it is definitely a real thing. I'm wondering if we're going to have folks with COVID brain. There's definitely discussions about that. It's going to be interesting to see how things fall out in the pandemic. And I'm holding those folks uh, close to my heart because that's got to be very, very hard. I know some young people who have been dealing with this. By young, I mean in their 30s. Uh, I don't know any kids, but that's just not been my experience yet. I also only work with adults, not kids. Let's see, I named autism, ADHD, traumatic brain injury, chemo and possibly COVID brain, anxiety, depression, addiction, with a caveat that people who are dealing with those kinds of things, I am not a therapist. I don't play therapist on TV. I'm not a psychoanalyst, a psychiatrist, or a psychologist. I am going to be a coach, which means that there are very clear boundaries on what we're allowed to do. So if I'm working with someone who's dealing with anxiety, depression, any of those issues, they need to either have been in therapy or they are in therapy concurrently while I'm their coach. Really important caveat to put on that. So the coaching program is what led me to take a break from podcasting because it was too much for me. Literally, my typical week of homework is 15 hours on top of a full-time job, being a mom, (laughs) being a wife, and dealing with the pandemic. No excuses, no complaints. I'm I'm very happy and delighted and thrilled I'm doing this coaching program, but it is a lot. And that's why I had to go to batch recording. So what that means is in the little two-week or four-week break we get in between coaching group classes, I have been recording all these different guests coming on. So in the last uh, two weeks or so, I have recorded, I think, five people. And I have two more next week, even though coaching school has started. I'm trying to finish them up and have all eight recorded for November and December. Then my plan in mid-December, when I finish my next coaching class that I'm in now, which is the brain-based challenges class, I will uh, then be batch recording for when we have our uh, next round, which is life and ADHD coaching. And I believe that starts in late January, early February. So each time I'm going to be trying to interview a whole group of people. This is how I've chosen to make this process work better for me because I love podcasting and I'm not at all willing to give it up. So if this is something you really, really want to do, I want to say a couple of things. You really want to be an established business owner. Uh, you have other things to stress about before you go into podcasting. Podcasting is an investment, not just of time, but of money and of 
relationships if you're going to be uh, interviewing people. You really need to know a fair amount of people and be able to bring them on. Uh, it happens that I just have a pretty awesome, amazing network. I'm really lucky. So that takes me to what's next. And I'll start sort of backwards. Uh, new guests, amazing, wonderful people. Uh, I'm having Dave Pelland come on to talk to us about content marketing. He's a writer and a super funny guy in a very dry way. Really, really enjoy him. Jeannie Spiro, my business coach, uh, who is a big believer in the power of the pause like I am, you know, in stopping and taking a rest and all these kinds of things and having a lifestyle business. She is going to be coming on and talking to all of you about that. And then, of course, life wouldn't be the same without a return of Lou Bortone, the godfather of video, and my dear, dear friend. He has partnered with another business coach to run Book Yourself Solid programs. Uh, Michael Port's Book Yourself Solid is fabulous. Please, Lord, I got his name right. I think that's it. Book Yourself Solid is all about how you bring in new clients. So Lou and I were talking about what shifted for him. He took a major pause in his business and then voila, in walked on and they have this amazing program they're running together. So really different kinds of content. There will be more coming on neurodiversity just right out of the gate. The first few people are really much more about productivity. So here's another thing to know. I believe that productivity is really about not just having an uncluttered office, but having an uncluttered mind. And if you don't know what you don't know, you, you just are floundering. You're spiraling around buying the next uh, program that's out there or picking up the next, next free piece of software. There's really important to get focused and make sure that Whatever you're doing, especially with ADHD or you, we can't kind of can be classic about completing 80%. Whatever it is you're doing now, get that done 100% and then move on to the next thing. Why am I saying this? Because if you want to start a podcast, it's not the right time to do it if you're creating your webpage. Get your webpage created, then go all in on getting the podcast up and running. All right. What else did I want to talk about? Why? Why am I doing this? This is a really important message. This idea of what I call the triple P productivity process. And that is that we pause, we plan, and we prioritize. And the key is we always pause first. I'm going to have to do a whole podcast just on this, but I absolutely am a huge proponent of this because when I had cancer, I didn't have systems and automation and everything else in place. I didn't have a team like I do now. And I did not know what the heck to do. So I ended up having to just close down my business. People really didn't know because I kind of kept the marketing limping along. But it's my belief that no small business owner should have to close down because they've hit a crisis. And here we are in the middle of a pandemic. What's more of a crisis than that? Now, there are businesses that are absolutely thriving. And there are other businesses that are really struggling. So I want to be out here for you as a business owner, no matter where you're at in your journey to be able to be more productive, set up systems and processes, and be aware of these resources that are out there for you. Some of them free, some of them paid. Focus in, choose what's next, and do that. So I'm going to wrap up by saying I do have a free opt-in. It is on the homepage of my website, productivitybydesign.com. It is a productive environment scorecard, like a quiz that allows you to determine where you're at in your home office or your office. 
you know, uh, are you, uh, is it cluttered? Do you know where things are? Do you have a plan? Do you have a good filing system, et cetera? Uh, an uncluttered office leads to an uncluttered mind. Hooray. And vice versa. I think that's kind of like a circle. So check that out on my homepage, productivitybydesign.com. You, after you do your productive environment scorecard, you'll get uh, five days of emails that take you through some of the how-tos. And uh, I think you'll really love it. Again, Catherine Avery, productivitybydesign.com, host of the Uncluttered Office podcast. Thrilled to be back. Please, please, please share this with your friends. Leave a comment. I'd love to hear what you think. I'd also love to hear what you'd like on the podcast. So uh, the way you can reach me is to email me at productivitybydesign, the number one at gmail.com. That is the um, place where I receive emails for the podcast. I guess one of the things I'd really like to do is get an uh, actual official podcast uh, email. So I've got to add that to the processes and systems list is to create a separate email. But for now, productivitybydesign1 at gmail.com. What would you love to hear about? Who would you love to have come on as a guest? What are your struggles and challenges with productivity? I'd love to hear and I'd love to help answer any of your questions. Thanks so much for being here and so grateful to be back. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.